Hello, beautiful people. Happy whatever day it is that you're listening to this. And welcome to the Pleasure Queen podcast. You don't know how many times I've had to re-record this podcast intro because I kept messing up my words so bad that normally I just move, keep going through it, but it was so bad that I had to keep recording, so keep repeating it. So welcome to my third attempt or fourth attempt on doing this intro. I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode today. I interview, or I guess have a conversation, I don't really interview, but I have a conversation with one of my friends in the same field, somebody who is so absolutely amazing, and this episode is so filled with self-love and intimacy and just this elegant vibe, this elegant energy, and I'm so excited for you to tap into this code. I feel like it's a code that's being unlocked as you listen to this podcast episode. But before we get into that, I wanted to let you know that the Pleasure Queen Academy is opened for enrollment. We officially start on Wednesday, but you can join at any time. It's eight weeks and we're really diving into deep, raw, innate sensuality and pleasure. So in the Pleasure Queen Academy, we're really talking about connecting to our bodies and connecting to our innate power and we're going to be going through so many different things to really unlock layers of us that have kept us from our innate sexiness, our innate pleasure, our innate power and as we peel back these layers you're going to come into who you truly are. It is such a beautiful experience and I'm really really excited for it. So the information is below if you want the link to join and we also have a special bundle going on where you can receive access to all of the programs that I have but that um, are in relationship to magnetism and it's on the special price of course if you bundle all of them you'll get a really good price so we're bundling money sex power romanced and the pleasure queen academy if you want all three of them you can send me a message you can either email me at hello at emilywhiteside.com or you can send me a message on instagram and just let me know that you want the podcast bundle or I think, or what we're branding it as right now is the Uncover Magnetism Bundle. So just say, I want the bundle, I want it all, and I will give you the link to purchase all three of them. But in the meantime, enjoy this podcast episode. I hope you love it just as much as I did as I was recording it. Welcome to the Pleasure Queen Podcast your experience into the divine feminine magic. I am your host, Emily Whiteside, the Pleasure Queen. I've taught hundreds of women how to connect deeper into their pleasure, their sensuality, and authentic expression, to tap into their goddess energy. In this podcast series, we explore what it means to be an empowered woman and talk about everything from sex to pleasure, to wealth, to energy, to entrepreneurship. I'm so excited to have you here on this journey. Now let's get intimate. No problem. 
Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to, oh my gosh, I almost forgot the name of my own podcast, the Pleasure Queen <laughs> Podcast. Um, welcome back. I have with me today Kimberly Rose Pendleton, one of my favorite women ever to talk to. We have the best conversations, and Kimberly speaks all about intimacy and sex and um, courtesan energy and all of this just magic womanly energy, so today I know it's going to be super special and it's going to be a full turn on full radiance so Kimberly thank you for being here today I am so excited and I'm just so grateful that you created this podcast and this space and this brand the whole thing Thank you. We were just talking before we hit record on um, how we both get like shadow banned a lot on Facebook and Instagram and how our likes went from like, at least for me before I started the Pleasure Queen brand went from like having, you know, hundreds of likes to like one or two. (laughs) So the podcast is just an amazing space to really speak on our work here because you know, it's very, I guess, taboo and social media has not come around to this side of the new world yet or the new age. (laughs) Totally. No, I mean, I think it's actually so interesting for us to look at, like, why is a woman in her pleasure so dangerous feeling, you know, to the status quo and to society? And it's like, of course, we know partly it's just the algorithms, but also like, why would it be so scary for women to be talking about sex, you know, and pleasure, especially, and especially the way that you do it and the way that I do it, which is so much about empowerment. It's like, yeah, that shit is scary. (laughs) Yeah, Because a woman and her turn on is dangerous in all of the best ways. And I mean, that's something even just kind of like really shifting the conversation for a moment, like women in pleasure and talking about sex for so long. Sex to me, before I really started doing this work was all about like for the man, obviously, because I'm attracted to men. So it was always for his pleasure and never my pleasure. And we were never brought up to we were never taught like our pussy is like our temple. Our pussy is divine. Pleasure is our birthright. And instead it's like something we don't talk about. Um, Women who show off um, their bodies are sluts or horrors, or we've been, you know, brought up. Like I remember going to school and our skirts had to be longer than our fingertips. Right. And you get sent to the office and it's like, we have been raised in a society that doesn't want women to be in their pleasure, does not want women to be in their turn on because they're afraid of what men will do or who knows, you know, there's, I think it goes so deep, but. Absolutely. No. And that sense that even our own desire is like for somebody else, whether it was like, because it's so dangerous or because it's so powerful, but I think what you're saying is so important and like resonates so much. It was never like, this is yours and what you want matters and what feels good to you should be kind of like the standard, you know, like how much earlier did we learn about all the dangers of sex and pregnancy and STDs and 
even like emotionally, you know, I feel like I had conversations about how, how it could end badly. Never like years before I learned anything about having an orgasm or like what might feel actually good. Absolutely. I, I was never, I don't think any of us were ever taught that we could give ourselves orgasms. We were never taught about orgasm. It was always about the dangers of what's going to happen if you have sex. And I think that if we were taught in high school about how we can give ourselves orgasms, it would be a much different story, right? Like maybe, just maybe, we wouldn't be going after guys. We wouldn't have like the pregnancy rates. Like who knows? But um, I don't know. I think it's powerful when women can stand in their radiance and stand in their pussy energy and their turn on. Yeah, 100%. And that sense of like, what if... I don't know. I think about this a lot and I can tell so do you. Like, what if the next generation, like if we do our work well this round, <laughs> you know, and like reach the women and and even their partners and kind of like open up this conversation, it does make you wonder like what could be so different for the next generation if girls grow up not feeling afraid of their body, not feeling like they are like a site of danger or distraction for boys, but actually that like they are embodied like little queens and that they get to have, you know, all the things that we in a way like had to teach ourselves later but like what if we just set that as the standard and set it as normal for society you know I joke that like people like Emily and I are like kind of trying to work ourselves out of a job like we don't want it to be the case that women don't know how to access pleasure right now there's plenty of work to do but like what if someday this is all just normal Oh my gosh, that would be so exciting. And I think even that would allow, at least from my experience, like, you know, boys when we were growing up in high school, college, like, I feel like if women were taught how to be the goddesses or the queens in pleasure, we, it would allow boys to raise their standards of how they treat women, right? Instead of it being like, well, boys will just be boys and boys want one thing. But I think when a woman is in her queen energy, she calls in the kings or she holds a standard for men to rise into their king energy and they get to decide. But she also has the choice to decide whether she's going to take the king and, and hold out for the king or if she's going to let in somebody who's, you know, the... I don't know what the opposite of a king is, but not yet in his king energy. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I love that. And I actually think that's another piece that I don't talk about enough, but maybe we should more about how like when we do this work as women, it has this positive ripple effect for everyone around us. And I've seen it over and over with like, men in my life and men in my clients' lives. You know, I sometimes joke that like, I don't really deal with them. (laughs) Like I only focus on women. But the truth is like the more, it's just what you were saying. Like the more we rise, it almost like invites them to rise too. And it sets this tone of like everyone being in their full pleasure and in their full power. 
And there's something so magnetic about us when we're in our turn on, you know, that then it like, I mean, it makes everybody's day better to be around a woman and her pleasure. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It definitely does. Even the like standards of dates that I, so I, I met Kimberly in New York and we were in New York city and we were talking about this, but even the, I have a um, dog hair in my red lipstick, which always happens when I'm wearing lipstick. It's the duality. (laughs) Yes, the duality, right? Red Gucci lipstick and dog hair. (laughs) Story of my life. But I was talking to Kimberly just about how my standard of dating has immensely increased since not just being in my turn on energy, but speaking it out, like showing the world. Like I think that there's a difference between somebody who is connected to their body and has self-love, but then somebody who exudes that out into the world. And not saying you have to be like a leader, like speaking on it, but you might, it's just the way that you make eye contact with people and the way that you strike up conversation and you, you know, can go deep on the first date. It's just incredible to see, like my dates have transformed to, Hey, you want to come over and Netflix and chill to men are, who are like, I want to take you to the nicest restaurant. And they, you know, spend like hundreds of dollars on the first meal together. And it's just like, not that that necessarily matters, but it just shows like even the level of conversation, the way that they treat me um, with respect, kindness is an extension of my own energy. And what I believed was I deserved before, like, of course, he just wants me to Netflix and chill. Like he has to wait until he really knows me months and months and months of dating me before he can take me on a nice date. And now it's the opposite where he's ta- the guys are men are taking me on amazing dates on the first date. And it just shows like the level of confidence, the level of radiance that you feel within the men rise and want to um, court you. They, they want to take you places, you know, it's just beautiful to see. Oh my gosh, that just like gives me so many goosebumps. And I feel like it also confirms something that is so important for us to talk about as women, because I know that so many of my clients and so many of my own fears actually from the past were basically along the lines of like, if I am in my full radiance and I'm just like shining so brightly and I'm attracting all this attention, what if it's not safe? Like I had a lot of fear around being seen and like being the star of the show. Like I'm teaching this program right now and there's a part about being the bell of the ball. And it's like, I was actually really scared that if all eyes were on me or like men wanted to date me or I was you know, a magnet, like what if I magnetize danger? And I feel like what you're bringing up is that we turn our light on, you know, and we become the bell of the ball. And it's, it's actually the opposite. Like it brings in a match for that energy of like, oh my gosh, like, I just want to be near you, but it's, it's not danger. And I think that it is fair you know, for us to talk about like the very real dangers of the world, but like, that's not because we are shining bright or because we are beautiful. That's because like the world can be fucked up and people can choose to be dangerous. But like, 
it's not punishment for you being beautiful. It's not punishment for you being like in your magnetism. And in fact, the like brighter you shine, the more you're going to call in that caliber of of man, of everyone, of client, of every friendship, you know, that's like up on this level with you, like queen recognizes queen. Um, and it's, it's actually a safer place to be, even though it feels so scary to be like, "Ah, everyone's going to look at me. Yes. Oh my God. That's such a good point. One of my biggest fears ever. And I still get like, mixes of this like it's never like it's always something we're navigating through but something is like for me like being seen like I love hiding in the shadows I loved blending in because I hated being like center of attention I don't I never wanted to be the center of attention yeah being in this energy is not even like you're because I always used to think like center of attention was somebody who's always bragging somebody who like has to force the attention on them where when you're just turned on and radiant you're just making love to life like you're just like lit up and your aura shining bright and like you can be quiet like I'm um more I guess shy person like an introvert sometimes and sometimes I'm super chatty it depends on who I'm around but it's like you get to be who you are but you're just in a different vibe like you're just in a more like loving happy energy and the things that happen like the negative things that happen where you know maybe we attract in a, a friend that no longer wants to be our friend because we're taking too much light or, um, a guy or whatever, you can handle those things, right? It's like, that's what happens when you start to turn on as you become really self-aware and I can handle emotional things now better than ever in my yeah. life. Like yeah. the things that used to completely destroy me or actually things that used to happen before I was even turned on weren't even at the level of like, pain that I feel sometimes when they happen because it feels like more of an attack if I can explain that right um or just like so out of like my wheelhouse now because my life is so like up here and then something like negative happens but it doesn't it's just like a little tiny bump in the road instead of it being like a complete hole that I have to go in and can't climb out of it's just a little tiny bump it's like oh ouch that hurt but I'm still okay right Right. Oh my God. That's so huge. That kind of like emotional intimacy or like emotional intelligence, just that ability to be like, yeah, I can like see all of this. I'm not denying it, but I'm also, it just sounds like you're saying like, you're so locked into what's true. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, that can hurt. And I'm still the pleasure queen. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna find pleasure in it, even though they're like, not some of the experiences are not pleasure. I mean, we're in the same mastermind together. And like, I come in there sometimes when like crazy things happen, I'm like, oh, there's been like two crazy things that have happened to me, maybe in the last like month or so, couple months. And I went in and shared it. And it's like the, the sisterhood that I can have now too. That's another thing with turn on energy is I never thought that I had a problem with sisterhood. I've always had girlfriends. I've always had friends. It's never been an issue for me to make friends, but now I can actually 
accept sisterhood. Like having friends in sisterhood are completely different. And it's amazing to see, like when I come in there and share like the two, the two, I'm not going to share on this podcast, but a couple (laughs) of the crazy things that happened to me, um, the sisterhood that comes in and makes me feel safe and, and valued. And they don't just avoid my pain. They're not just like, Oh, get over it. Like, Oh, poor you. It's like, you're allowed to feel this. Right. So I think like feeling is so important in this. I never knew how to feel before. Like I would feel, let's see, I'd feel pain, but it was like a numbing pain. Like it was like a I was the victim and this circumstance happened and it would just completely like pour me. Like I'm the victim where now it's like, I can hold pain. Like I can use it to like almost alchemize in my body for more pleasure. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. There's something so incredible about recognizing that pleasure is not just circumstantial like Emily and I both love circumstantial pleasure of like the flowers and the candles and being in lingerie and all of the kind of like curated moments but it's like next level power when you realize that there's like that deeper inner kind of calibration to pleasure that you can actually access anytime like even when our hearts are broken or we're really angry or we're kind of like looking out at the world and feeling like so sad about what's going on. It's like, we can still tap into, it's almost like the purity of all the feelings because we're not like trying to make any of them something else. So, you know, like recently I've had a lot of conversations with clients about the Gabby Petito story and just how scary it feels sometimes to be a woman in a body, you know, on planet earth right now. And it's not to say that you're taking pleasure in the fear or in the pain, but it's like, you're able to be with all your feelings and that has its own kind of like pleasure. And so then there's like, okay, I don't have to shut out the world And like, I know how to turn back in and soothe myself. Now I am going to go cuddle in the blanket and brew the tea and kind of like really take care of myself because I'm letting myself feel it all, you know, which I don't think I knew you could have both before. It was either like, everything is great or like, oh my God, everything's a disaster. (laughs) But I don't think I realized like I could be the same in it all. Yes. It's like redefining the hot mess energy, you know, (laughs) like we've all been the hot mess. We still are the hot mess sometimes, (laughs) but it's like, definitely, but it's like, there's a new way of taking care of yourself. Like for me, like turn on, isn't just sexual turn on all of the time. Although that's like one of my favorite energies to be in when I'm in it, but the, other side of turn on is like the earthy turn on where you just want yeah. to connect with nature or the um, mother nurturing type of turn on where you want to wrap yourself in a blanket. So there's many different types of turn on. And even when pain comes through or hard circumstances come through, we don't have to shut off anymore. We don't have to like, and that's exactly what I would do. It's like I'm either in turn on or I'm in turn off. Yeah. And 
because the pain, it was circumstantial turn on. And I think a lot of us are in circumstantial turn on. And then there's a lot of us who are not even in turn on. Right. (laughs) So much. Um, Just being though, like in your energy, because I, I just have to, I have to bring this conversation up because your energy just um, exudes it. And it's something that I've just taken like a really strong interest in lately is the courtesan energy. And I know I was messaging you telling you, I was like, I watched a movie. Um, you know, I I've been reading books and stuff like that, but I've really been taking on the archetype of the courtesan and which was, you know, high level, prostitutes in a way, right? But I'd love to hear your take on courtesan energy. Oh my gosh. I love talking about this. Yeah. I feel like I can actually like see the presence that I have for you actually. (laughs) I was so grateful that I just got to be in Paris and I was messaging Emily being like, I'm staying in the Moulin Rouge. Like you are everywhere. <laughs> like there just is something about, I think our work and probably if you're listening to this, your work too, because you know, you're attracted to Emily and attracted to me because of like being part of this same lineage, honestly. But I think of the legacy of the courtesan as really like, the healing power of pleasure. Like that this was both, first of all, like such a fun abundance example because these were women, you know, of course we know that like sex work is really nuanced and not everybody feels really empowered by it, but some do. (laughs) And the courtesan energy just was like, these were women who were like, working with the kings and the like highest level people in the land. And they, I just picture like having all the money and all the luxury and all the pleasure. And that was like part of their medicine. Like people would come to them to like lose themselves in pleasure and they were in control, you know, like unlike maybe some other situations that are a little bit more attenuated, it was like, the courtesan ran the fucking show of like her own like portal. And I picture like the velvet drapes and the beaded curtains and the like really fancy French lingerie. Mm -hmm. And it just feels like now we get to kind of like step into the, the path that they created and we get to make it even more empowered, of course, because we're not relying on men as much. We're like just letting it be, like they get to be the fun (laughs) extra, (laughs) but like we're almost like getting to take the best of all the worlds. But yeah, I really picture, you know, like the healing power of beauty and pleasure and luxury and women being in empowered, but also like really deeply in their sensuality, just being such it's like all the ingredients that both of us needed for our, our work. And like, you know, I think one of the things that's so true for both of us is that we did this work on ourselves first, my brand uncover and Emily's brand, the pleasure queen. It's like, that's just overflow of what we first had to do for ourselves. And then it was like, Oh, okay, well, we're going to need to tell people about this. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's the difference between like a brand that is because I've been in both. Like I start my God, my brand has gone through so many different evolutions, but you know, it was started more as like, Hey, I know this information and I want to give you information where now it's like, in, that's when I, back when I was fitness coaching and now it's like, this changed my entire life. Like changed the way everything, the way that men respond to me, the way that money responds to me, the way that I hold myself, carry myself, all of this energy. It's just so enlightening when you can yeah. step into this. And the, the courtesan yeah. energy, like these women just to piggyback off of like what you were saying is like the elegance and the beauty, like they knew pleasure from the inside out and they fucked men back to life. Right. right. And so these high level men, um, you know, like very like, you know, Kings, like very up presti- prestigious men came to them to get fucked back to life. Like they came to them for pleasure. And now we don't have to rely on so much as like, you know, the sex work and, you know, unless you want, to, to venture down that path. But for me, it's more like looking at the beginning of the courtesan, like she was completely poor. She had absolutely nothing. She was living on the streets and she had a choice. Like either I become a courtesan and I learn the trade from absolutely nothing. Like she had to learn, like she had to study. She had to learn how to read. She, it was a time when women were very suppressed and courtesans were the only women that had the freedom, like the freedom to even study and do all of these amazing things in the world. So it's kind of like looking at us, like it oftentimes what happens, I know in the beginning of my journey, it's like, I have nothing, you know, like I don't have like the big business. I don't have the perfect body. I don't have the, um, loud personality. And so a lot of times we like hold back in that, but the courtesan, didn't do that. Right. She like knew she believed that she was going to be this. And it was one moment like at a dance or one moment where she would be recognized and she became famous. She became wealthy. She became extravagant. And even, um, you know, Coco Chanel was a courtesan and she began in that world. And then she started, she got married to, I can't remember, but started, um, Coco Chanel, which is insane. So insane. Yeah, she is like the patron saint, I feel like, of our work. But no, I mean, it makes so much sense. And there is something so like, there's like that sense of unleashing the power of the feminine, like step into this realm, be kind of dazzled by like the art and the beauty and like the even like worldliness that it really is so much more than just like you know like I think there is like a sense in which sexuality like we were saying in the beginning can feel like it's just about extraction or taking or someone's just gonna come and like have what they want and like that can be kind of sexy if it's like role play but in general you know I think this is us stepping in almost like a different archetype that is like, come take a break from the world with me and like, see how beautiful this is. And then step back out into it, like revived. And I'm the one like, I don't know, seducing you like back into your energy. 
Yeah, back into like what you already know. It's crazy just the way, you know, I had this experience this morning of like, I woke up and I always listen to my sacral, like, what do I want to do this morning? Because my yeah. life is amazing and I have so much freedom and I'm blessed yeah. and grateful for that. And so no, I'm just like, normally I go to the gym or I'll do like yoga or something. And I was like, I want to go to a bakery and I want to get like pastries and, and breakfast. And so I got like an assortment of food and tea. And then I went and bought myself flowers. But it's like, we get so caught up as women in a routine of like what we should be doing. Like I get up, I go to work, I come home, make dinner, go to bed and rinse and repeat. And it's like, uh-huh even like in um, like fitness and workouts, like I got to work out, I have to get up, work out. And it's like, those things can help us like working out can help us. But is it providing you radiance? Are the things that you're doing? Are they led through pleasure? Or are you doing them on autopilot mode? And I came to a point in my life where I was just like, everything I'm doing, even when I started my business, and I had freedom, and I went full time, it's like, I was still in a structure and the structure Mm -hmm. was just because in my head, I felt like I had to be leading instead of just allowing myself, like I'd get, um, feel shame for sitting and having a cup of tea and reading a book. Like, yeah, I should be be making money. It's 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And it's like, now I have like yesterday, I had a full all day, a pleasure ceremony. And I just, had orgasm after orgasm and danced and moved energy through and like just had this like amazing day and for me like that's a day in the life of my business <laughs> it's a work day oh, oh my gosh I remember when we were doing our VIP day in New York and it was like this is a work day we're having brunch we're dreaming big plans we're like going to the spa and like this is our job, but it's true. Like for everybody listening, like you, when you realize that you being in pleasure is like the greatest gift that you could give to the world, it really does change things because suddenly all the stuff that would have gone on the back burner or would be on the list after everything else was done gets moved to the front. And then you're showing up like, so much more fun to be around. First of all, this is the best gift we can give our partners, (laughs) but also like the actual work we create just like flows instead of, you know, I'm sure we've all had that experience. I know I have where I'm like, okay, like get something out, like get to work versus like tend to your turn on first and then it's just like oh my god and I have this idea and this and I'm gonna do this and this and this and it's just like a million times better it's like letting it come to you instead of force instead of like trying to make things happen I think that's what we do a lot because of masculine energy that we've been brought up in is like you go and you make it happen you go and take the steps and it It's like, yes, like we do have drive and ambition, but we're doing it from a different place. We're doing it from a place of overflow instead of a place of like lack. And I don't have something, so I need to go do something. Now it's like, oh, I just had 
an orgasm and I've had a morning filled with pleasure and now I'm inspired to write this post or go live or start this program. It's like, it comes from a really beautiful place. Yeah. I feel like every woman needs this. Like every woman needs to have like your work day is sitting in a cafe talking about big dreams and going to the spa. Like imagine if that's what made you money. I know. And the truth is like, it really is possible. You know, like I think about the ways in which you and I both are unique. And like, of course we were willing to take kind of a big risk and create these businesses and brands, but in another sense, like we're just like everybody else. Like we didn't grow up special with parents being like, okay, you're being initiated into the school's pleasure arts, (laughs) you know, like we just had to figure it out. And now literally it's our job to teach other people. So if, you know, like I remember what it's like to listen to somebody and be like, okay, well, that's great for you. But like, I have a regular life, but I just want to say like, no, you get to have it too. That's like why we're on the planet so that it's not just us. Like we want it to be everybody. And I, you know, it can look different for everyone depending on where you live and what, you know, if you have kids and like what your different kind of commitments are, but there's a way we help people do it all the time. You know, there's a way to infuse your normal life with pleasure. And there is a way to like, give yourself that experience of like, maybe sometimes you're the one going to Paris or you're the one having the day in New York and you're the one going to the spa and like getting out of your routine for a minute. So whether it's like five minutes to sip your tea really intentionally or like three weeks in Europe or something in between, you know, like you get to have it too. Mm, I think that's so important to because I remember like even before I started my brand just thinking like of course you know that person she can do it but it's like it's again that sisterhood connection and I think the way that our brands are is that we actually connect like there's actual intimacy with our clients with our groups with women And I've never experienced anything like it when you're in a state of abundance, like you understand that there's room for all of us. So so long, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, of course she can have it. She has all of the clients. She has all of the money. There's no room for me. And it didn't feel welcoming. It didn't feel like there was there. It felt like here I'm above you and I'll teach you some things but there was no sisterhood. So the moment where I really started to understand sisterhood and I really started to understand that there's room for all of us here, it feels like, um, uh, gosh, I almost used the word cult and that's not what I want to use, but it feels like almost like a, um, a tribe of women or like, I guess a sisterhood, like you, like I belong here. Like you finally find your belonging in this place. Oh my God. That, yeah. Join our pleasure cult. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Actually, it is so nice to remember, like, it's not a zero sum game. And, you know, that's the other way, like the patriarchy tries to get women to not band together is by being like, you know, 
there's only enough. If, if he likes you, then that's bad for her. And like, there's only enough beauty and money and pleasure and love. And you're not going to get it if someone else has it. It's all just such a lie. It's like the more for me, the more for her, the more for her. Like there is no scarcity for all of these things that we've been taught. Like there's not enough to go around. And it becomes so fun when we totally get to realize that and be like, oh, more pleasure for her just means like even more permission for me. Now I know more of what I want and more of what's possible and like, even if there is that spark of like, oh, I think I want that. Like we get to interpret it as like divine invitation rather than like, oh, I don't get to have it. It's like, oh, I can't wait till that's mine. It's so fun. It's a different way to look at life is like when instead of seeing a woman who has things that you desire and feeling competition or feeling like, she has it, therefore you have a lack of it. It's like that woman was divinely put in your life or that desire. Yeah. Divinely put there for you to know you can have it too. And the journey, it's all about, this was something like I never really understood until I understood it. But it's like the journey of getting the things that you want is what our soul wants is just the journey, not the, you know, I have it right away, like the instant manifestations. And I think that there's a lot of Mm -hmm. talk about instant manifestations and quantum leaps and things happening right away. If things happened right away, like if you had everything at the snap of your fingers, the man of your dreams, your partner of your dreams, the house of your dreams, all the travel that you could ever go on, you would life would feel unsatisfying because there's nothing to chase. There's nothing to court. There's nothing to go and achieve. There's no journey. It just happens in the snap of the fingers. So for me, it's like when I learn to fall in love with my life, like I'm enough now, I'm not going to be enough when I have the thing. I'm enough now. My life is enough now. I'm going to be happy and radiant and turned on with where I'm at. And yes, I'm still going to be able to go on these expensive travel experiences someday. But the journey of now until then gets to be fun. It gets to be exciting. I think we have to, because manifestation like came really strongly through, I feel like in the last few years, like it feels like everybody and you know, the Kardashians know what manifestation is now. So now it's like, okay, like how can I make it happen super fast? But it's all about divine timing. It's all about, and the focus on not having it and not having it fast enough is taking you out of your turn on. So when we focus on our courtesan energy or our turn on or our radiance, life instead of like going to try to achieve things, it's more like life brings it to us. And we're just mm-hmm. like on the chariot eating grapes, you know, just yeah. all of the, the pleasure. And we're just like, of course this shows up as right now as it does. Of course this shows up instead of, because I still get into that. Um, sometimes like I'll notice myself for a week where I'm like, oh my God, I'm so chasing a soulmate. Like I am so trying yeah. to search for it. And it's like, no, 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 no. We have to back it up a little bit, come back to our turn on. So I don't know. I, I think that's like a huge like thing we need to shift into. 
I love that. And honestly, like I really needed to hear that today. (laughs) I'm so happy that you said that. And I think there is something about like bringing pleasure and beauty into the journey that especially for like really driven women, like I know so many of us are, it's such a good reminder because it can be easy to be like, okay, I got this goal, but like, I'm already on to the next. We just move the goalposts and it's like, okay, there's like so much more than I want. And I love that. Like I love desire. I think it's really wise. And I love the reminder that like, we're not trying to like finish life, you know, like you have to enjoy it on the way. And sometimes like craving the thing and imagining the thing is part of the pleasure of eventually having it. And so really giving ourselves permission to like enjoy that part too. Yeah. It's like, because as soon as you get what you want, like you're already on the, I remember like all I wanted more than anything for years was to have a hundred thousand dollar business. And it's like, I did that within like a certain, like not even a year. I did that in less than a year at one point. And it was like, I was already on to what I want next. Right. It doesn't like, you're like, okay, I I'm close to that. So now I want something bigger. So it's always, always going to be on this path of wanting more and more. And that's the beauty of being a woman and the beauty of being, you know, just turned on. It's like, you want more and more, like there's an abundance of everything, but don't forget about the here and the now. Don't forget about yeah. like your life is beautiful as it is right now. And I think a lot of us forget that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, this is such a good, good conversation uh, we, we do. We're just going to like crack the surface and there's going to be so much more. But no, this has been so good. And, you know, I just think that the more we have these conversations and kind of like pull pleasure out from the shadows, like it's such shadow work for women to deal with desire and deal with pleasure because it really has been imprinted in us as so dangerous or so frivolous or so unnecessary. You know, the more we like pull the curtain back and are like, actually, this is the power source, you know, and have these conversations honestly, like the more the world gets to change. Like this conversation alone, I know if you're listening to it, elevated you It expanded you. Like it expanded me. I'm like, oh, I feel so freaking good right now. I feel so good. And it's the more that we have these conversations that we surround ourselves with women that are in their pleasure, the more that it's going to rub off on you. And the more that you're in your pleasure, you're going to rub off on other people. And it's this domino effect that happens, right? Everything that you could ever want stems with pleasure first. And if it's greed getting you to the goal, or if it's, I'm not enough getting you to the goal, it's going to crash and burn at some point. Like when we fill ourselves with pleasure and everything else is a byproduct, an extension of our overflow, we don't need it, but it comes and we're like, Oh, this is amazing. It's going to keep coming. There is no crash and burn in that way because we're enough now. It's something I really like really deeply, um, felt and sat with this summer is like I could have nothing in the world and still find turn on 
And it's the most beautiful thing. Oh my God. I love that so much. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy that you were here. I love this conversation. Before we tune off, can you share with us where we can find you? Yes. Thank you. That's so generous to even ask. But yeah, I have a free Facebook group, of course, called Pleasure is Power, like right in line with what we've been talking about, where I do a free masterclass every month. Um, So I would love to have whoever feels called to join. Um, Find us in there. And then, yeah, I also love being on Instagram. I'm Dr. Kimberly Rose at Instagram on Instagram. So we'll link both of those. Oh my gosh. And now dog hair is in my eye. We will link both of those in the show notes below for you to easily access. Make sure you get into Kimberly's world and space because it is like such a beautiful space to be in. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening today and catching this episode. If you enjoyed it, screenshot it, tag us both on Instagram and we will connect with you. Our favorite thing to do. (laughs) Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the pleasure queen podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to screenshot it and tag me in your stories on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at pleasurequeenxo. Also, make sure to subscribe to the podcast to be notified of all the new episodes that come out. I will see you soon.